about nothing. There we go. We're live. We're recording. So now we got Frank the Clown. We got Vito, and we got Mitch out here to talk uh, some wrestling and what's going on this weekend. What do you Big guys weekend. Up to? It's a big weekend. AEW, they don't run a lot of pay-per-view events. So when they do, they're, they're must-see to me. Even though I think their roster is kind of weird right now, it's must-see. Right, Frank? Yeah, I feel like the buzz is down a little bit, honestly. Um, but you, they only run four pay-per-views a year quarterly. So this is kind of the first one in what is kind of a new era? Or is this the kickoff of the new era? It's a forced era. And I think that they played some moves really wrong. So it's almost like, it's, it's like when you cheat on your wife, but she lets you stay at home. You know, and now this is like the is first time. Like and, and, and then you go out with your boys for the first time. And like, now you're coming home and she's like, this has her arms crossed. She's like, what did you do tonight? And you're like, uh, just with the boys, had a couple beers. She's like, anything else? And you're like, holy fuck. That's where AEW is at right now. They're not, this isn't like a, they can't come out of this any which way. It's just gonna, it's a weird pay-per-view. All right. Yep. So I, I don't understand that analogy. What I do know is last sure night on AEW. See, so you've never been married before? We can, we can talk about that if you want to. I can, I can go into full detail if you like. No, but how does that attach to AEW? I was giving you – you'll you'll learn, Mitch, that when I want to give you an idea of to like feel the story I'm going to tell you, I give you a simile to really make you feel it. And sometimes that was just to make great you feel analogies it. and sometimes analogies – sometimes he has fantastic analogies and sometimes he has awful analogies. Okay. This one would fall under the classification of awful. <laughs> okay, not awful, Frank. Give me, give me. Okay, eight and a half times out of ten, they're pretty goddamn good. Uh, you have more good ones than bad ones. Admittedly, I can, I, I give credit where credits due. But when you miss, whoo, you miss. <laughs> okay. So, fuck. Last night on AEW, I saw Moxley and this guy that he's wrestling this weekend go face to face. Right. Okay. Is this the new superstar of AEW? Are you talking about MJF? Yeah. Yes. Is that right? But they're blowing it. They're doing it wrong. They've already done it. They're already doing it wrong. This whole thing is just being done wrong. It's being done wrong right away, and I hate it. And I'm 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 mad for him. Elaborate. When heels turn babyface, there's a really weird thing you do sometimes. And what I mean by it is, okay, so you're a bad guy. You cheat. Whatever you do to be Hold a bad on. guy. What does that mean, baby face? Okay, let me take a bigger step back. Okay, so good guy, bad guy, right? Yeah. Baby face, good guy, bad guy, heel. Okay, gotcha. Generic okay. wrestling terms, right? Yeah. Um, in it, it, but when, when you're telling the story, hold on, you made me jump off my story now. What was I explaining to you, Frank? I totally veered where I, where I was I going. I told you to elaborate on MJF and why it's the wrong time. It's not the wrong time. It's okay, so when he – MJF now, for to give Mitch a little more background, MJF is the only person today doing – a throwback heel bad guy character. Meaning back in the day, you live that character. It, the Iron Sheik was the Iron Sheik. He didn't stop being the Iron Sheik. You know, when, when you went places, you were that person. Uh, mask wrestlers, when they left the house, they wore their mask. Like, like it was real. Everything about it was real. MJF is, you can't even call him a throwback because that's insulting. He is that kind of wrestler where you don't know when he's working and when he's being real. You don't know when he's being real. And that's, that art is gone. It's not lost. It's gone. It's completely gone. You can't find it today. So he's special, right? In AEW, they don't, they don't, they don't mold the clay a specific way. They allow you to mold the clay, which is great. That's fine. But in what he's doing, you make one wrong turn. This public, it seems so drastic. And now I'll explain my point if I gave some color to that. He forever was a bad guy villain that was doing it right. Now 
there's too much winking at the camera. They're winking too much at the camera, going and saying things along the lines of like, normally I would be a, you would boo me here, but I know you all love me now. And they cheer that. Like, that sucks. I'd rather him just be his dickish self and let the crowd cheer that. But he shouldn't be like, yeah, that's dumb. And, and, and what it ends up doing, it, it ends up, it ends up, it goes so far because he's, he's in the turn of it now. So now he'll get in it somewhere and then he'll have a flood of a match or a flop. Something won't go right. And then, he'll, oh, I got to change something. Oh, I must have, and then they're going to start changing it. And they're going to change it and they're going to change it. And they're going to turn a white shirt into a pink shirt is what I think is going to happen. My, my, my opinion, way early on is what I think is going to happen to MJF. He'll still be great. He's still going to be a main eventer. He's still going to be MJF. But this first cast off is definitely not the boyhood dream. Shawn Michaels winning it in the middle of the ring. And that's not what the story is. It's also not the version of the horseman that ended up getting over and winning out really big. You're going to get a watered down vanilla version of MJF. It's going to suck. Why not Moxley? Why can't he win? Moxie's already had Moxie's the star already. We're talking about making a new star. In why wrestling, they, in wrestling, why you do make they stars. need a new one? Why can't they keep Moxie? Always make it new. You always have to be making new stars. The only thing that works in wrestling is to constantly be making new stars. And then when someone the hits, is- when someone when someone hits, you strap a rocket to them. Since John Cena, not Roman Reigns, no one's hit. It's hard to hit. I- MJF's hitting that MJF, the time had even been a little bit before this um, for him to kind of become the guy. But I I think I'm a little bit less critical of it in the sense of MJF was the top heel in AEW. And now he's very much trending towards being a baby face, but almost like an anti-hero of sorts. Now, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out on Saturday, whether or not that is the case. But to me, I always liked and re- I hated in WWE when they forced the crowd to react a certain way to somebody. That's how this than... feels to me. That's how this feels. Like there's a sign. They're going cheer him now. There's a but sign no, I, the sign. crowd was already that... cheering him though. That's the I thing. know, they... but I don't want him winking at me that he gets that. I don't want him enjoying that. That's not that's not who he. I is. wouldn't say he's enjoying it. I just think he's not. You can't ignore the crowd like you, you can't you can shit on back TV. on them that's my point you can shit back on them he did he, do that a little bit when he first came back and then he winks and they nods still, and they it. still cheered through it so I know, I you can only it. call the crowd you know pieces of crap so many times until you stay they on point though you ignore them you ever see steve austin in the 90s he, he he wasn't grabbing babies and throwing them in the air and but he wasn't trying to be a heel either austin he was an anti-hero then what we're saying isn't isn't that what you just said he is? But no, I'm saying MJF is an anti-hero, but he's <laughs> he not, just, he's, he literally he's just not said pandering the to the crowd though. Yet, I'm what I'm telling you is Nostradamus Vito is telling you that's happening very soon. I'm telling you, hey, don't hit that curb. I'm telling you, the curb is a mile ahead. We, so we, you're we saying he's gonna be slapping hands and kissing babies? Soon. I'm telling you right now, they're gonna make a weird turn at some point. MJF hundred percent disagree. Okay, that that's fine, yeah. but I'm always right with this stuff. I, I disagree because MJF is true to his character. <laughs> Even right now, he's still staying true to his character. He's this is, this is the, it, it, it's, it's opinion-based, so no one's ever going to be right here. But what, what, I, what I'll tell you is the magic that is MJF, there's already a little bit of weird. It's not, it isn't still doing this. He's still on the upward. He's still going to be the big – that's why I want to be very clear. He's still going to be MJF. It's still going to be fine. So let's, just, no let's just say MJF wins. What happens with no, Moxley? What happened with Moxley? I think he goes away for a couple months. Mox, yeah. Moxley needed a break before all of this even happened. He, he was he supposed to go yeah. on vacation and had time off because he was really the flag Burnt bearer out. for so long. And then when everything went down, they needed him. 
put the title back on him. When you say when everything went down, what is that? The, All the CM Punk stuff. Okay. Um, and then yeah. and not, not only that, CM Punk first gets hurt. Yep. The interim title goes on Moxley. He was supposed to go on vacation then. So Moxley's there, what, four months? Is that fair, Frank? I mean, four, yeah, because three or four months as champion, yeah. Phil Punk comes back. Yep. That night he beats Moxley. Yep. That same night they do that. They do that thing on YouTube that explodes and CM Punk loses his job. That next Wednesday, they do an interim championship match again, and Moxley's the champion again. So he's he wasn't intended gotcha. to be the champion right now. Um, right. So he should, he, he should, yeah, by, was, by the way, this should have been the pay per view. He probably was coming out, coming back. I'm not saying that's yeah. factual. I'm just saying, like in the in the timeline no, of sense. things, this is when he probably yeah. would have been coming back. Right. It so makes sense. And the thing is, Moxley can afford a loss. Oh, everybody wants this. By MJF the way, this, no one's to win. No one's going to be like, you believe Moxley lost to M? Nobody is saying that. Nobody, nobody is saying. That. If, yeah. if Moxley beats MJF, yeah. people are going to riot. Like, what happened? It would kill John Moxley if he beat. Yeah, MJF. People, people, no one wants that. Nobody yeah. wants that. All these two have to do is go out there and have a perfect match. And I don't mean that in, to be schmarmy. If they just go out there and they do what they both do perfectly well and they have 15 minutes and at the end of it, MJF hand goes up with no goofy shit, we'll see magic Saturday night. We'll see a star. We'll, 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 we'll watch a new star be born. Seems simple. It depends if you're coming at it from the novice side. Like the novice side, I want Moxley to win now. I want that. Now I want the guy that's the heel that's gonna be the un- underdog going in, even though he's, he's not, a champion. He's not the. That's what I mean. This is a weird. It's not an underdog. He should win. Like on paper, John Moxley should win. He's the dominant champion. He's the veteran in the wrestling business. He's like, only lost clean one time in AEW, and it was the Punk. At all he out. doesn't lose. He's not a guy that loses. So that's why this is all shaped to. to Can he called, lose without getting pinned? Not that, lose the title. That's not going to happen. This is this is going to be a clean right in the middle. He should not be champion. So I think there could be shenanigans still. There will be William shenanigans. Regal, he's going to beat him clean. In there's going to be a William Regal factor. They've really been laying on the Regal stuff pretty thick. Um, they're you know the firm, you know the the, the shitty faction that they have. Um, there's the going to be some sort of possible shenanigans. Maybe they, maybe they don't. Need, maybe there's not actual shenanigans, but they tease shenanigans. But it's not going to be MJF just making. Moxley tap out or pass do you want, out. Do you want to know what's going to happen? There will be something where they're going to fight all over the place. They'll spill back in. They'll start to go home. You know. By the way, Tom or, or Mitch, when people start to go home, going home means that they, the sequence of the match is winding down. So they start to do a lot of like bigger moves yep. and kickouts. With the you know, it's more aggressive now. Once that starts to happen, there will be ECW esque something. There will be something where somebody comes out of something to something, and then MJF will kick out. Oh, spin back around. Then they hit something. Moxie will get the oh. They'll do. They'll do some. They'll do some weird shit. But I think the final sequence of go home, it's going to be clean with MJ. They've clean. harped on the. They've harped on the ring, the Dynamite Diamond Ring that MJF is used to win so many matches, and the whole story has been built around he's going to do it without the ring. He's going to do it without the ring. The ring. There will be a moment in which the ring will come into play, and then it'll be that storytelling of does he use it. Does he not use it? So if shenanigans happen, there'll be something along those lines. Yeah. But that ring will come into play. William Regal oh, yeah. will come into play. It's going to be this. And I'm going to use my ECW Mattel championship title belt as the dynamite ring. This is what it'll be. MJF will pull it out. He's going to put what? it on his finger. He's going to go to do it. And he's going to do He's going to go. He's going to take it back out. He's going to put it back in his pocket. And the crowd's going to fucking pop. And he's going to hit him with something else. And that if he, if he, if he, if he debuts a move, 
after putting this thing in his pocket and then pins John Moxley with that move, that becomes the hottest. If it's a if it's a hot move, it becomes the hottest move immediately in the business overnight. I need a dictionary to follow along your conversations. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, that day? Yeah, party, well, thing, well, when we yeah. first started, I felt like I was learning calculus. Then we moved oh, into algebra, and I'm like, okay, I get it again. Now we're back, and I'm learning German or something. I don't Mandarin. Know. No, we're, we're, we're starting with Mandarin. <laughs> so, the hardest we should start speaking Carney right now. This is the whole podcast. <laughs> he is uh, yeah. This is an interesting one because you mentioned that is a prop. The it is a prop. Diamond ring. Mm-hmm. It's a prop in there. And, and, and you, all, you like what's so great about this one is, I mean, the idea of him taking it out, using it, and using it as a finish, that's the easy one. That's the one that you think he can do 100%. But him pulling it out and putting it away and not using it to show honor, that's not MJF. And that's what I mean about – I think they're going to do that. And I think that's where you're going to start seeing a different side of him that you're not going to like it a few months from now. The manager that you talk about is he – there was a guy in the ring last night with Moxley. Um, he was defending him while – William uh, Regal. Yeah. William Regal, yeah. William Regal's a veteran of what 30 plus years in wrestling. Um Easily, he was yeah. in every which he was every company. He was the GM of Raw. He was uh, he had a long run in WCW. He, yeah, he, he was in WCW before the NWO. Like before yeah, that. Like he yeah, was that he was long Lord Steven Regal. So he's been around forever. Um and he adds legitimacy. Is that like Moxley needs a manager? R- Regal is kind of just like the leader of that Blackpool Combat Club. They're stable, which is kind of like a loose stable of anything. Well, hold on, let's just pause for a second. When those all when all those guys were on the independent scene, he helped them. That's he it. Was, There's a connection he, with all of them. He 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 was in the office of WWE and saw those guys on the indies and plucked them. Yeah, out of he the basically indies hired at, John Moxley. at a time at a time when you couldn't get plucked out. The indies were laughed at. Like they weren't he really was like a scout for WWE in real right. life. Yeah. And so he he said these guys are, are the real deal. And then those guys became the real deal, went on TV, and now they're the biggest stars in the business, arguably. I mean, I don't necessarily believe that, but does he flip and go with the champ? Does he always end up with a champ? No. No, but no. there is potential for him to flip for sure. That could be the big swerve. He's he's the ultimate heel. Every like his story of who Steven Regal or William Regal is the is, is is the ultimate villain of all villains. That's who he is. He'd always use brass like, I knuckles. Like, I, I'm is telling he, you now. Is he Jimmy Hart? No. Is, is no. He Jimmy Hart? No. He's more no, if, he if you remember old involved. wrestling, he's more like he's more like Gary Hart. He's more like Paul Heyman in the sense of he doesn't get involved in the matches. He's just there at ringside. If anything, he's is AEW. He's normally on commentary, so he's not involved in the matches whatsoever. He more is just like represents these guys. And- he's he's almost like a wrestling coach, but he's not the wrestling coach. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's actually a good point. Yeah, because like he has, he's, he's not he, a traditional they, manager. They, they, they've all emulated his style. Brian Danielson's or Daniel Bryan, his yeah. style. He's like the leader is, of the is, dojo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, so one of the things, the stories that came out today, and I wanted to ask you guys about this, some El Idolo. Who is El Idolo? Andrade. I think it's Andrade. Yeah, Andrade. El yeah. Idolo. What, what is he getting suspended or having problems for? What did he do? It's been a little hazy. Um, Andrade <laughs> is married to Charlotte Flair. Um, Correct. Which is which is kind there. of his which, which is his ticket in the business because really he's he's kind of a he's a weirdo. And he was a big star in Mexico. He got signed by WWE and <clears> he <throat> worked his way through there. Went onto the main roster, Raw and SmackDown. Didn't really do much. Kind of floundered. Ended up getting released. Signed with AEW. Hasn't really made too much of an impact in AEW. And then there are some backstage issues where he got into fights and then this and that. So he's been off of TV now for what seems to be a couple months. 
and it's kind of been all quiet. So no one really knows, but as far as it is, I think he's, he's still under contract, but yeah, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> Was he part of that backstage no. racket? No, he had a separate incident. Okay. Yeah, the backstage fracas was was that the group called the Young Bucks? Was that correct? The Elite, Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. And we have a prop about them coming back during this coming match. Well, I don't want to spoil the prop. They've been announced. It's official already. It is. They announced it last yeah. night. They announced that they're going to be there. That, that they're wrestling the Death Triangle, which is uh, the Lucha Brothers and Pack for the Trios Championship. So they did announce it last night. So we're going to have to make a change. Of the we got we got to edit that one out of that. Yeah, yeah. That's why we, in our messaging chat thread, I was huh? saying that, that that they've made some changes. And they added yeah. a match. They added two matches. What they they, add? They've taken a match off and they've added one. Yeah. Samoa Joe. Samoa, uh, who is it? Frank? Samoa Joe versus Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. There it is. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's a fun one, too, because I can see them flip it at the Powerhouse Hobbs, but then I can mm -hmm. also see him taking the fall. Yep. That, that's, that's what I mean. That's this pay-per-view, pay there's so many ways from a – from a fan bracket kind of way that sport hitters has it laid out that you could argue these to death and we're all going to be right. And we're all going to be wrong. It's weird. Which, which match did they take off? They moved the finals of the eliminator tournaments to dynamite next week. So on the pre-show, they're going to have like a semifinal match. The finals match will be like Ethan page versus the winner of Ricky Starks or Lance Archer. Yeah. That has now been pushed to what is going to be next Wednesday. I think the reason why they did that is because they don't want to almost give away the finish of the main event by telling you who the next number one contender is. Because if the number one contender ends up being a babyface, then you assume that MJF wins. If it ends up being, it, it would, it's better probably to push the match back to Wednesday. It, it sucks for those guys not going to pay for your match, but and then, it's. Mitch, there was another prop we had on there for another match that's happening on Dynamite or happening on the Friday show that's not happening. What was it? Was it Ricky Starks? Was there another one on, on, the, on the Ricky props? Starks match is now um, part of the pre-show for All Out. Or I'm sorry. So it is. Year. So it is on there now. So I guess it's not a terrible prop. Remember, remember we saw one of the props on there that the match was going to be on Friday night? It wasn't on? Yeah. That was a Yeah. The, it's the Lance Archer Ricky Starks match. It's going to be on okay. Saturday. But, Got it. Or no. It is on, it's on Friday. And then the Friday. winner of that match faces Brian Cage on Saturday on the pre-show, I believe. That's so, how it if is. it stays in there, I guess, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. It, it, it's a silly prop anyway. So did you see on our, uh, our TikTok, we started a little drama going. We're going to have FTC going against Kurt in, the, in an upcoming uh, challenge cool. on the app. No, yeah, Olympic gold medalist all he wants. You're looking at FCC friend the clown, baby, <laughs> international icon, megastar, the best manager of professional wrestling. Do you think, do you think Kurt Angle is, is this excited to work with a star like you, Frank? Hey, <laughs> hey, he wants to float onto the FTC's island of relevancy. Come yeah. on, come on down. Come on, yeah, that's a that's that's huge news. We can't wait to work with him. That's awesome. Welcome to the team. Yay! On next week should be an interesting show that we're going to film next week. Should always, always can't wait. So this week with the uh, AW full gear. Now I'm learning there's some changes. The, the one that stands out to me is the one that where I know Vito likes them the best. The one I think is the craziest is a prop. Will they use barbed wire? I, I, I can't get over this one. Vito showed me a YouTube video of one of these guys getting body slammed in a bunch of barbed wire, blood pouring all over the face. In front of like a hundred people, and they're going nuts. And now he's telling me there's a chance 
there's going to be barbed wire being used on a pay-per-view event. Frank disagrees with me. Frank disagrees with me. I 100,000% do not think there will be barbed wire. I think they need gimmicks and tricks in this match, and that's going to be some of them. I I think tax. It's not a no disqualification match. so I know it's not. I don't understand how barbed wire would be implemented. Um, How does Moxley bleed? I'm going to take my free, what I think it's like six points, and, and say no. I'm just letting everyone know now that it's a free six yeah, points. You, you or guys, you get, it might not be six points. Whatever it is, it's a it's free I, points. I love this. I love that we're finally on a show. Right this, now, we haven't listed at a 50-50 coin flip. Oh, well, please. My, this is. I would put my life savings on it if I could. On what prop? Give me the exact prop. On no barbed on. wire. MDF. Okay. Moxley use barbed wire. Yes How does Moxley no. bleed, Frank? He he bleeds. You could poke him in his forehead and he'll bleed. All right, we'll see. <laughs> this is the point. I can't wait because Frank's now has told me a few ways in this twenty minutes we've been on the air that all these things that I'm dead wrong. A hundred percent. I can't wait till the. So all you're right. sitting here right now. I'm gonna put you on record. Go on record. You're going on record saying that there's gonna be barbed wire in this match. No, what I'm going on record saying they will use some type of hardcore prop. Yes. Whether it's, barbed wire, like a, whether, it's thumbtacks, there, whether it's a table with uh, barbed wire. If it's a table, that's not hardcore. I mean, it needs like have tacks, thumbtacks, barbed wire, um, something ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. No way. Yes, they will. Moxie doesn't know another way to get over. Wow. It's like a suplex for him. They didn't and he's the and, match. And, and, and he's jobbing. So I think I think MJF will get him with it. I think he's going to get him with it. He'll be bleeding. He's going to get a job. But it's buckets. not no disqualification. I know. Why do you keep saying that? Like that matters. They don't it have does matter. Rules. They have no rules in that company. They have no rules in that company. None. It absolutely. Those matters. referees. Those referees don't. But there's no rules. I'm that not fucking, saying the referees are that, operating. That, that 50-year-old referee. That fucking corpse. With the bald head, corpse referee that's taller than all the talent. That guy, he just stands there and watches everything happen. He doesn't stop anything happening. <laughs> well, uh, I can't yeah. wait until they until they do hardcore shit. He thinks they're gonna like chain wrestle. Like you're out of your goddamn mind. Dude. It's what? not a blood feud. I know it's not, but they don't know another thing. Tell me, Moxie's last match that didn't have blood. What is MGF's finishing move? What's his finisher? Normally, he uses a submission. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's basically like a cross face. Um, and John Moxley's not going to tap out, so it's either he's going to pass out or MJF debuts a new move. He he also used the other one where he does like the, almost like the pedigree in between the ropes. See, yeah, um, before he, I mean, he, he's a bad guy. So his move was he take that ring and put it on yep. the and hit you with it and then pin yep. you. Yeah, when the ref when the ref wasn't looking. Does anybody use the old school DDT anymore? Make yeah, they, use, they use it in the they use it in the middle of the match to do other. Yeah, shit. Yeah, it's been yeah. over saturated and overused now. It's not. It doesn't finish the match. Well, actually, John Moxley's finisher is a variation of the DDT. It's more a variation of Mick Foley's finisher than it is a variation of the DDT. It's it's a double underhook suplex to a double yeah. underhook DDT. It's so, not a DDT at all. Would Superfly Snooker's aerial assault back in the day? Listen, whenever we say Jimmy, like whenever whenever we say Jimmy, move now. Whenever we say Jimmy Snooker, what's the rule, Mitch? What's the rule? Remember, I I, I said a very specific rule. Whenever we say Jimmy Snooker, we have to give a disclaimer. Superfly that he killed a woman. Okay. Anyways, go on. Go on with the rest of your story. So, we'll use Hulk. So you can't go off on a little tangent. So we'll use Hulk Hogan's leg drop. He used a leg drop, boom, over. Yep. 
Does that not happen anymore? No. No. Now you hit that leg drop four or five times, mm-hmm. and then you finally win the match. Yeah. Silly. There are very few, per, like in wrestling, when a move is protected, that means that the, nobody kicks out of the move. That yeah. the move, it, it like sustains its impact. There are Chris very, Jericho's very elbow. Few, Chris Jericho's yeah, elbow is like one right now that, that's um, like, super protected. Yeah. Or like, um, even like CM Punk's GTS was very protected. Um, other than that, like I'm trying to think outside my head, like beyond that, mm-hmm. even like WWE, you know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, like the revival. Yeah, uh, FTR, they're, they're not really protected in a sense, but that move is they're, they're, they're oh, shatter yeah. machine. That, How about yeah. Seth that freaking is. Rollins kicking somebody in the back of the head. The and no, his, his stuff's it's been kicked well out of more than anybody. What no, is the curve sounds pretty well protected? Now. Are you out of your mind, Bray Wyatt? He yeah, that was the one exception. That was the one exception. Holy cow, no, they killed him that night, dude. The jackhammer by Goldberg was well protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve Austin stunner. The stunner, mm-hmm. yeah, the RKO is very well protected. Wow. And, Think about it. People do not kick out of the RKO that often. I guess maybe not, do they? I no. guess, well, who? I don't know. Whatever. That's so your boy. I'll, I'll believe you. Jericho's got a match this week where there's four people in the ring, yeah? Yep. Are you telling me that he doesn't have a finishing move? Jericho does. He has a Jericho spinning does. elbow. He has multiple. Spinning back elbow, and, and, and he, he will win this match with that spinning back elbow. He will win the match. With the and he's going to wrestle and, yep. and will he hit each one of them with the same thing? Probably, he... yes. And he'll probably stack them well, all up on top of each other. And yeah. Only it's one finish to a fall, or one fall to a finish. And so it doesn't matter who he pins. And he could essentially not get pinned and lose his championship. So I expect him to win. Vito expects him to win. Vito expects this storyline to go in a way wacky direction that I disagree with. Um, if he wants to fantasy book that for a second. <laughs> There's a weird. They did this weird thing with this story where he's the Ring of Honor champion. Okay, and, and he started fighting all the past Ring of Honor champions. Yeah. Now, pause. In the middle of all of that, this whole CM Punk drama happens. And CM Punk, whether he's out of his contract, almost out of his contract, this whole thing's a work. It's not a work. He's leaving. He, whatever it is, it's goofy right now. Well, why is that important to this storyline? Because CM Punk's the, one of the biggest Ring of Honor champ, past champions ever. So the storyline had to get there at some point. Because Chris Jericho beating these nobodies doesn't matter. The only other Ring of Honor champion is Samoa Joe. So they can still finish the, the, the storyline because Samoa Joe's there. But at this point, Samoa Joe's a fucking doormat. He's not, any, he's not anything in the company. So even Chris Jericho beating him doesn't do anything for Chris Jericho, which his ultimate ego is to be to shine. This whole thing is for him to shine. So the whole CM Punk thing happens. This little break in this little gimmick for a week or so. And then the next week, this gimmick starts all over again. And the very first guy he's wrestling is... Cole Cabana, who's tied to this whole storyline. So the storyline plays out that CM Punk will fight Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor Championship. Yes, he will. That's that's my theory. Frank doesn't think it's possible at all. And I'm willing to bet my car on it. Uh, you want to bet your car on it? Mm-hmm. I would love You have a nice car. I would love to take your car from you. I have you. a really nice car. Do we have a bet? Like Am I putting up? App. Hold on. What, what do we got here? We can make some props on this shit. I think we should make some fun props. Like, can we make like a, like a year-long prop or like a six-month prop or something? A future bet. Yeah, we can do that. We can do a whole little rundown here. We <laughs> just heard somebody throw the sh- shot. First shot fired. Here we go. We should we should do a CM Punk six-month shot fired gimmick. What is? Well, first of all, he's fired, isn't he? Isn't he already fired? We don't know any of this. That's why it's perfect right now. Every single thing we say is pure speculation at this point. Oh, no. He's fired. He's fired. 
I think it's all a storyline. You think it's a storyline? I don't think it started as a storyline, but it did and it didn't. I think there was some play, some worky herky jerky, but the whole thing's a work. For CM Punk to sit down at that thing and call out that guy, the guy that he called out for no reason, and just go down that the way he attacked Cole Cabana for no reason, this whole thing is a perfectly orchestrated storyline by the master of all masters of background storytelling. CM Punk, I'm putting him over. Well, wouldn't that wouldn't Khan have to be in, in on that? And he, he's They're not all in that on right. He's not a right guy, is he? You can't have to. You just got to shut up and go along with it. Mitch, this there's no chance this is gonna this is happening. You don't even waste your brain energy on it. It's not happening. <laughs> Let's bet some money on it. I already tried to bet you a hundred bucks. You said no. I tried to. I've no, tried no, to no, 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 no. You tried to bet me a hundred bucks that CM Punk would not face Steve Austin at WrestleMania. We need a bunch of CM Punk props right now because there's so many we can do. And between now and April, there's a CM Punk future prop that are there's so many in here that we can play. I get. And you'll do be wrong think, at all. Of them. Do you think the CM Punk issue will be resolved before January first? No, I don't know. So, if we do come up with like thirty props for CM Punk to go from <laughs> January first to April first, no, no, I, I think it has to go to it has to go through WrestleMania because I think that's what that's when we'll. First. But you no, know, Monday Night Raw is the next night. That whole week of things, it's got it's got to go to the end of Monday Night Raw because. If Phil's going to do anything, it's going to be in that week. So you can't do it. can't end before or after it. He, Frank thinks that Punk's going like to be on WrestleMania. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's a better chance of him being on WrestleMania than him wrestling Chris Jericho for the ROH Championship. There's just not. It all depends on what storyline you believe. That's a prop. There's that's so many good props. Or, that's, that's a prop. Or we're both wrong. Which makes it even more fun. Which probably could be. I'm going to yeah. get inside info and I'm going to take your car. I think it's funny that you think you have inside info. You're 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 in the business, and I have better intel than you do. No, 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 no. What what's going to happen in this week? Let, I get you guys both think Mox is losing. Uh, the interesting one is obviously I always turn to the steel cage match. That that's always the one I'm I'm interested in, and Vito believes there's a chance. The manager, Christian Cage, comes into the cage and disrupts the match. What are your thoughts there, Frank? He's definitely going to get involved. This storyline's been going on also way too long, um, but he will a hundred percent get involved. Um, it could be very similar to the Scarlet stuff at uh, at Crown Jewel, where there's shenanigans with the referee in the cage door and he breaks his way in. But at some point, there's going to be some two on one. Jungle Boy has to beat the odds and, and take them out. I think this is supposed to be a big moment for Jungle Boy. I think that's what the match is about. Hey, well, why, don't, why don't we go through a couple of the options, though? So, like, if you're the manager on the outside, Scarlett, at the last pay-per-view, she had the key. So they can't do that. He can't find the key and use the key, right? In any way, shape, or form. Right? Because right? they did that finish, you're saying you can't repeat it. Okay. Out of, out of whatever their option is in this cage match, they can't borrow anything from that, Correct. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying it out loud. Like, I don't if, think if, they if you're, can't, but it if, would make if, sense if, if they if did you're an, If you're an agent of that match and you're even aware, let's say they're all aware of AEW. I mean, are they aware of the Saudi Arabia show? And you're putting that spot together, don't you go, they just did that a week ago. No, we're not doing that. 
Like we're not going to stay away from the key spot. So in my opinion, I think Christian Cage is going to have the control and they're going to hit the button and the cage is going to go up and they will have another person sneak in and help cheat. And I think a new person is going to join a fat, like Luchasaurus will have another person with them and Christian Cage will get Jungle Boy in that match. No, fuck them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just see it. I just, I see the moment of like Jungle Boy winning the match and sitting on top of the cage and it's like a big thing and he wins. It's like this crowning achievement because he's kind of ate shit for the last six months. Uh, he's come yeah. out on the short end of the stick in this whole entire feud. So I feel like now he'll get some comeuppance. He's, he's the biggest letdown of the year, isn't he? Yes or no? Um, they, they haven't done him any favors. Yeah. They haven't done him any favors. He's been tied up in this. And who's I responsible think- for all this? Is Tony it Khan? Khan? Is Khan well, the guy that makes well, the Tony, Tony Khan pulls the trigger, but he's also you got to understand something. And I'll even use you as an example. Let's let's Mitch let's let's use you as an example. You're just learning the wrestling business, right? So now let's say we start a wrestling company. Let's say WWE goes away tomorrow; they disappear, and you can hire Seth freaking Rollins, yeah. right? So now you're in meetings with Seth freaking Rollins, and you're hanging out with him. And now you're one of the boys, and he brings on Dean Ambrose too, and all these other. Now you're on all the boys, and you're hanging out with the boys. You will be chewed up and spit out the back end of them. They'll own you. They'll own everything about you. They'll be at your house. They'll be kicking up watching your cable. They'll be using your like. They'll be living with you. Like they just take it. They, they're like they're like cancer. They'll grow on you. Wrestling wrestlers will just stick to you. And then when they're done using you, they throw you out the back door. Tony Khan is still being used in some aspects because he has a lot of money and all this resources, right? And it has given birth to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho was nothing three or four years ago. He was still Chris Jericho, but nobody was talking about him. Now he's the Hulk Hogan of this company. It's his brand in a sense. He's he's everything here. So there's this weird thing that's happening now. And now they're three years, four years into this little venture. It, Frank, what what exactly am I saying? It, 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 it's weird, right? Like 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 it's it's an unknown. Well, yeah, I think Tony Khan gets a little bit too friendly, probably with a lot of the boys, um, and and that allows the boys to kind of walk all over them. It's very reminiscent of WCW back in the late 90s where the inmates were running the asylum to a degree. They were booking their own matches. They were booking their own storylines. I think Tony Khan is the final say in what happens on the shows, but he has a lot of people in his ear, um, and he has to decide who to kind of go with, who to trust, and also to trust his gut. And, you know, he's trying to play favorites and, and caters to the people who make him the most money or the people that he likes personally the most. But also it's a business, it's a television show. you got to cater to sponsors. you got to cater to the networks. you got to cater to the fans. Um, but you get, so you got to understand something too. Tony Khan, to, to really put a cap on this, he's now at his home, right? And his t- text message goes off. Now, Tony Khan is the biggest Ring of Honor fan of all Ring of Honor fans that's ever been a Ring of Honor fan. So he bought that brand. He bought it now under this. So like the CM Punk and all that, all these guys that came up under Ring of Honor, he watched all that as a fan. So as a fan, he bought it. So Ring and of so, Honor, it used to be like another AEW. So, Ring of Honor was the original AEW. Ring of Honor was the indie that Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Seth freaking Rollins, uh, everybody that you see today, Kevin Owens, El Generic, or um, Sami Zayn, they all came up through there. That was the indie that made everybody famous. So then everyone started doing that style of indie, and then Ring of Honor just kind of became, well, well, two years ago or a year ago or a half a year, whatever it was, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor and all their intellectual property and then put all of it back on TV, on his television. So what he's trying to do is get a TV deal for Ring of Honor as well. So the crossover that's happening right now is whatever it is. But the fandom of what it is, he bought it because he's a mark. He bought it. like In reality, he probably overpaid. 
Yeah. Because no nobody would have paid. But you know, he's a bigger fan of it than anything else. And now he has his catalog. So he's playing with his wrestlers. So now CM Punk's calling him. Oh, my God, Dad, it's CM Punk. Like, he's a man. He's an adult man. He probably, oh, my God. He probably thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So then, so then Phil calls him on the phone. He's talking to him. And I'm watching Dynamite. Uh, I don't get Jungle Boy. I'm not saying this ever happened. I'm, I'm just telling you how the phone game happens. Well, what do you mean, Phil? What do you mean, CM Punk? Oh, well, I... I don't want to be a jerk. He's a great, he's a great guy. I know he's a great guy, but I mean, the crowd's just not into him. Oh, okay. All right. Goodbye. And they hang up. Now he hangs up. His decisions. No, what I'm saying is now the phone calls over. Tony Khan goes back to watching football. What the fuck he's doing at home, right? Or at at work. And now it's baking in his brain. Cause the guy that he's a fan of just criticized something he wrote. Right. Right. So now he wants to change it. So now he talks to somebody else. He talks to Chris Jericho. And maybe Chris Jericho loves this fucking idea, right? So he'll open up. Chris, I talked to Phil. The minute he hear, Chris Jericho hears that, Chris Jericho goes, oh. Now he starts playing chess. I talked to Phil. Phil doesn't like the storyline with Jungle Boy. He says the crowd's not into him. Well, I, you know what? Jungle Boy is an up-and-comer, though. I think we should give Jungle Boy a couple more weeks, and let's do this, 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 and this. Now they hang up. Now Chris Jericho goes into worker mode. He starts going behind the scenes. we got to get Jungle Boy more over because Phil's talking behind his back. Now that gets back to Jungle Boy. Now Jungle Boy, who was cool with Phil forever, now is no longer cool with Phil. Even though they never had any issue with each other, now they do. Because they all got back to him. That's the wrestling business. And that happens in WWE land. It stops at some point because the upper echelon is who's doing it to you. In AEW, it's the locker room who's doing it to you. It's weird. So Just to put a bow on it. AEW doesn't have a creative team. They don't have writers, as where WWE has they do and they don't. forty writers. Right, but right. they actually have Hollywood writers, writers of all different walks of life. They're in meetings, creative meetings to talk about it. AEW doesn't technically have writers employed. They have agents yeah. and and people who have a hand in in pitching ideas, but they don't have people actually writing the promos, writing the shows like that. So it's 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 a completely different um, formula than the two companies. In in other sports, we have the NFL. You know this. So the NFL is the end of all end for football, right? And you have all these other upstart leagues that try to come up and compete with them. XFL, USFL, arena football, indoor football, all these things. Is the WWE, the NFL, and the AEW is part of like all these other I want to call them ankle biters or people that are trying to get a piece of the market. Is that a fair analogy? If you look at TV rights and the money, like so WWE brings in just shy of a billion dollars, no matter what, every year on rights fees. I'm not saying ticket sales. I'm not telling t-shirt sales, just, just on running Monday night raw and SmackDown in a pay-per-view. They, that's what they get every year. Right. That's not even counting the Saudi Arabia money. So the AEW is nowhere near that. I mean, you, you, you can talk all day long about this, this, the other thing, but in wrestling talk, in wrestling fan talk, they're, they're, they're 1A and 1B. They're, the, they're, they're, they're here. And WWE fans will tell you that you're wrong, and they're not. They're indie. But they are employing people to full-time employment. They're doing weekly television. They're doing pay-per-views. Um, they're doing rights fees. They're doing video games. They have uh, toys that are, you go any Walmart or Target as you go around. They're supplied now. Like, you can't say that they're an indie. No indie's done that. Nobody. So like their distribution is, is worldwide, but they're not, they, they don't have, they don't have the contracts yet. So no, they're nowhere near them financially and built up brand equity wise, but in the industry, yeah. One A and one B Frank, am I off on that? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no other competitors that are even close to them, and they both are on national television, big networks. They they're getting paid a lot of money to do it. AEW is only in its third year, you know, or it's past going into its fourth year. So, you know, like WWE, two years ago, two years ago, they were buying their time slot. Well, right. yeah, I mean, like they ended up getting a nice contract from Turner, and you know, right. when the right before that they were again, buying it, they should get a bigger contract. So now, so like, it, it's they're not like an XFL where it's like players that really couldn't cut it in the NFL. These are top stars that can cut it really yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So it, it's more of a 1A, 1B, um, or it's like them and those two companies and everybody else. Uh, but AEW is obviously not on <laughs> WWE's level of, of audience, of, of revenue, Brand of equity. anything of that nature, remotely close yet. But again, WWE in its third year, fourth year, whatever, 40 years ago, wasn't obviously what it is now either. So they had a lot of time and, to and, and, and not for nothing in the 18 to 40 demographic. AEW is more important. And if you're, if you're a young aspiring wrestler that wants to be a big time wrestler, are you saying WWE is still the place you want to go? Or are you saying the person pays me the most? What, what are you saying? Oh, yes, yes. And yes, everything you just said, yes to, yeah, I mean, there's I have no, there perspective no. on it, and yeah. it, it's everybody who's in the wrestling business at some point wants to be on WrestleMania. I don't care who you are. You want to be at the top of the ball game. You want to be in the main event of WrestleMania. That's that's being in the Super Bowl. But now there's options. There's more opportunities for everybody to make money. There's more opportunities to be on TV. There's more opportunities to to earn a living. So there's not a right or a wrong answer to it. It's purely preference or what if whoever is a better offer or whatever, you know, in, in terms of getting on TV, AEW is the quicker route to be on national television every week. Cause WWE is going to work you through their system. And who knows, knowing WWE, you may never even make it to raw or SmackDown. You'll get released before that. So it's a harder road with maybe a bigger payoff to get to the top of WWE. Whereas AEW will put you on TV sometimes tomorrow. So yeah. It's, it's, but then they might not put stuff. you on TV again for another month and a half, two this months. This is also it's, true. You know, or they bring you once, once you're in the machine, you're in it. Or you know, they bring you, it. or they bring you and they pay you to sit backstage for a whole week and do nothing. I mean, exactly. You know, it's, it, it's, it's really <laughs> easy to explain. It's like WWE is Disney. So, you know, when they bloop, everything pumps out, here comes Disney, here's Mickey, here's Minnie. Like they all go, like the band comes out, right? Yeah. Everybody else is the stagehands. Like putting it together, like they're not. It's not a big put together show. Like AEW, it's not a big put together production. Like they have people that put it together, but not WWE. You go to WWE, they have thousands. Like it's like hundred hundreds of people, like ants, running around this place. It's nuts. It's a huge production. Well, it's not AEW. AEW is a smaller production. The whole thing is different. It's a different brand. You're opening up a lot of questions for me that we're going to need to cover next week uh, when we start talking about uh, war games, because yeah. I have so many questions about the WWE and the paper fans leading up to WrestleMania. But this week, let's, you know, we got full gear and we got things going on in the app. Uh, and I want to just go through some of these props and, and take a look at them and see what we think. Uh, so these are the ones that we came up with. And I think we've kind of answered some of them, but let's see but, here. But let me, let me ask you this. There's no weird area where we cannot give our advice, right? Like, I, I want to tell you what I want to pick now because I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident about my picks at this point. Well, we're going to have to modify some of them based on this conversation. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about that because, uh, well, first there was a, a match that left. 
but I've got a sitting sitting here listening to Frank. He's willing to bet a house that there's no way Bob Wire is going to be I used. Can't, I can't. He was willing to bet his house on. I said I bet my life I, savings. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot wait until they start doing shit. And they start pulling like the first time they open up that like like when they go under the and ring I start and they sweat right away. Yeah, the minute they pull that thing, he's like, "Oh, what are they?" And they're going to and they grab a chair off first, and he's freaks and goes, "See, it's just a chair." The chair will come out and go, "Ah," oh. and then the bar wire back. And the minute that bar wire back comes out, he's known for a bar wire back. Too. So once that barbed wire bat comes out, I'm laughing. Does he have a name for it? Is there a name for the barbed wire bat? You just Tell said me. it. It's the barbed wire bat. That's what it's called? It's a barbed wire bat. I'll call it Goliath. At least in the show Goliath. Goliath. You know what? If you want to call it Goliath, I think in the prop you should put in parentheses Goliath. Will John Moxley name his bat Goliath? <laughs> yeah, well, he used Goliath in the match. No one what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have um, so we did mention the dynamite ring where are you yes or no no Vito. I think he pulls it out marvels at it and puts it back in his pocket and hits with a brand new move and it makes a new star out of MJF that's what I'm hoping for anyways Frank what do you think I think it's, I think it's a toss up I think it's close to a toss up um, I would lean I lean no just because they've really harped on it so much that I don't think they'll I think it's a red herring I think it's it, it's something I, I, I also slightly think him doing it allows the crowd to really pop hard at a finish too because if they do a lot of shenanigans and he's put in a weird spot and it's almost like a like if you, an intruder comes in your house and you kill him your your family and friends don't think you're a murderer right so if he's getting beat up and beat up and beat up and he pulls it out and he uses it at the end to like get people away from him and he and he pulls a win that way the crowd will lose their mind so if if they plan it the right way it's it, the prop is perfect but i think they're going to do a baby over to the top baby face thing and he puts it back in his trunks so one of the ones we had a hard time trying to um, understand was this swerve turn on Lee. We, we kind of went back and forth in this on, on the way that it might happen, and we settled on just one of them turning on the other. Yeah, Frank, I want your opinion on that. I, I wanted to also have, have a prop in there of Swerve of Lee, actually having Lee be the one to turn, because don't you see, like, what, doesn't he make a better heel if they do it right? No, I think Swerve's a better heel. I, I this one, this one's a really tough one um, because I expect the acclaim to win, mm -hmm. just because that they're the hotter act right now. They've been killing it. They've been awesome. And where if Keith Lee and Swerve lose, you know, where do they go from there? They're just gonna fall down the totem pole and just fight their way up as a tag team again? No, no. They've, they've shown they've shown cracks in their like their 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 team where Lee hasn't agreed to some of the stuff Swerve has done and vice versa. I could, but here's the thing, too, is that the smaller guy, when he turns on the bigger guy, isn't as impactful. Right. You know, the giant Keith Lee lays out Swerve, that gets a bigger reaction from the crowd. How exactly does Swerve take out Keith Lee? Is it with chairs? Is it with barbed wire, Vito? Is the whole show <laughs> going to have barbed wire? No, because, because he, none, none of the guys here are known for barbed wire. Okay. Um... I can't wait until John Moxley pulls out Barbara, and I'm gonna laugh right in your face, dude. Right in your face. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I, I, I'll take it one step further. Next week we'll be podcasting with Kurt for a little bit. I will if John Moxley uses barbed wire in the match with MJF on live on the podcast next week. I will take two gallons of milk and I'll pour them over my head. <laughs> Called. Deal. Put it down. Called. Deal. Hold me to it. 
Yeah, called in front of Kurt. That'll be Kurt Angles. I I've met him before. I don't. We don't have much relationship. No, yet. but hey, but, but the way the way I want be you first to do it. Hey, look at the way I want you to do it because it has to be a little embarrassing because you're losing a bet here. You need to be something like, oh my God, Kurt, like the milk. Like he, no one sees the milk. You need to be like this. Oh man, Kurt, Frank the Clown, big fan. Hey man, oh, oh, I always want to do this. Ah, like, like a total nerd. Here's the thing. Like, like a total nerd. Here's the thing. Mark I'm Alex not going to be doing this. Yeah. So are. we could fantasy book that all we want. It. I'm not going to actually have to do it. I can't wait. So, Vito, wait. So, if he does use the barbed wire, what are you going to do? No, or what if he doesn't use it? If he doesn't let, use it? Let, let me, let, let's pause really quick here. I, I was saying it as an outside historian of professional wrestling that I believe that that's what's going to happen. You're the okay. one that called my bluff on it. So, I, I don't got to come out of pocket. You got to come out of pocket. Fine. I have no problem doing if that. If I had a rewind, I would rewind this all the way back about 15 minutes where, where Vito did say at one point, I'm gonna bet my car on it. You he did he start did. something on or my it. car. Yeah, but what, was it on this man? It was on. I thought it was on something no, else. It was no, I think it was on this. Look, at the end of the day, we can't do that because my car. There's. I'm not betting my fucking car. <laughs> but what? What? what, what I'm actually some of those figures you got. I mean, <laughs> look at look 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 at look that. At, this is this is just the guys that wear suits. This is actually the guys that just wear suits. I should have you get down on your knees and put me over and say that. Well, Frank the Clown, FTC, he's the best thing. I'll tell you what, right now, they're the only person that puts this guy over the right way and helps him out at all without any kind of ego on my side is me. Can't argue that, can you, Frank? (laughs) (laughs) So here's one that it's almost a no-brainer. You just don't get any points for it, and that's the Jericho wins. No, Jericho wins, yes. You both are in agreement. It's 100% that they're going to win. So it is the worst odds on the board, and you get the least amount of points for it. But you're both in agreement that he wins, yeah? Yeah, I mean, if you're you're looking for a free six points for your your pod, that would be the one you pick. Yeah, I think there's going to be something with him and Sammy, and maybe there's something that spawns off of that. Part, part of me really wants just to veer this storyline, and which, which would take my last thought away, but part of me wants Sammy to screw Jericho and let Sammy win this match. Because Sammy is ROH champion, him and Ty Conti, and then they break away from Jericho and they get to kind of like do their next yeah. le- level up. I like that better than anybody coming uh, uh, victor- victorious out of this match, but I don't, I don't see them thinking that way. I don't know. Yeah. How about this double the tag, tag team one? Sting, all in, Jericho, and <laughs> It's so funny you keep calling him all in. His name is Alan. <laughs> but, but you've been all doing in. it for you've been doing it for weeks. I love it, by the way. It's 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 it's, not, it's, it's actually Alan. a poker term. All in. Yeah, yeah all in. Yeah, he's. I, uh, I thought it was. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> Darby Allen. <laughs> all in. Sting and all in. Uh, and Jared, is this the same guy that was on the TV show that The Rock did at sitting at a table with the old timers? Any yes. chance this is that same guy? Same exact guy. This, this is Jeff Jarrett. Jeff he's Jarrett is, is the, the leech of the professional wrestling business. He's the ultimate. He's on everything. This year, he did WrestleMania. He was in Ric Flair's retirement match. He, he's now in AEW. He's everywhere. He's on that show you're talking about. He's everywhere. He was also running developmental. He was running. What, what, what was his role in WWE? When something like, li- like business, live events, something. Yeah. yeah he's 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 got his hands across everything. He's also sold a tape library that never aired ever. And he sold it like two or three times now. And no one's ever seen it. He was, whoa, whoa. Take that back. He, he, he sold he, like an he NFT, record, NFT or something. No, he, he got 
over the course of like a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month or two different tapings, whatever it was, he recorded this thing called Global Force Wrestling. And he put a bunch of show matches together, brought the footage back to his office, and they made TV out of it. Let's say there's eight episodes, nine yeah. episodes, however. And then he sold it to somebody because he, the idea is you make the TV and then you sell it. Whatever happened, he sells it, he gets the money, and it, does, it goes nowhere, meaning it doesn't air. Then he gets back to TNA, which is a company he owned and founded. And he brings his GFW brand there and he tries to also do it there. He sells this shit back. I don't know if it was the rights or whatever. He back into TNA for them to come on there and advertise his product, which never existed. He runs the company for six months and then sells everything back. There was this weird shit that he's up for years. He's a carny and I love him. <laughs> that guy's that guy's made more money on something that is, is worthless. It, that, that shit's worthless. All right. So, and, but you've got him winning. Why do you think they're going to win? Because he's, um, I think he, um, it's his first night in the company. I think he cheats. I think, I think out of nowhere, he guitar shots, Allen are all in, and he all ins him in the head with a guitar shot. And I think he pins him right in the middle of the ring because they don't know any better. Well, you know what? I got in my brackets. I got all in. You do. You are all in, sir. I'm going all in on my brackets. Go all in. What do you got, Frank? So Sting hasn't lost a match in AEW yet. And him and Darby have been pretty much unbeatable. I think Jay Lethal just takes the pin here. One, two, three. Sting, Sting, and Darby cl- Sting clear, clear in the, clean in the middle. They, they do some yeah. kind of shmarmy thing. And yeah, that, that, I think it be... just, yeah. So you're all in on that one, too. Yeah. I'm all in on all in, like we said. So here was an interesting one we came up with. The debut of an unannounced wrestler. Yes yeah. or no? You never know with them. I could yeah. see. Be, I could see because everything's kind of weird right now. That out of nowhere, you know, Davy Richards comes out. Next week we have Davy Richards. Davy Richards, like like some weird. You have some weird ROH guy debut. What do you think, Frank? Frank? Yeah, you never know with them. I I don't know. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Could, could, let, let me ask you this. Could Jericho win the ROH match, right? And then. Again, I'm using Davy Richards as an example. His music music plays, and he walks out I'm like, "Oh my God, this week on Dynamite, Chris Jericho was fighting Davy Richards." You could, they could do that. No, I can see that 100. I normally they sometimes promote if they have like a new big signing. Uh, I don't. That's what I mean. It's an ROH thing. I think they're get, with them getting the elite back and then having the MJF moment and all that. I think that's probably enough to carry over the buzz. I'm gonna lean no, but and, I wouldn't be I, surprised I, at all. There's good value them? in yes, can, very can good value in me? yes. I think they have a mystery person they're going to debut, which is why they told you ahead of time the Bucks are on the pay per view, or they would that, that would have been a better surprise. There wasn't a surprise. Was there a surprise at uh double at all uh, all out? I'll tell you what, the surprises are getting so bad that you, you don't even remember the surprise. Yeah, MJF was was the guy with the mask. Yeah. How about this? Why is Khan never show up? Here's another because one. he knows his role. He's really awkward on TV. Yeah, he doesn't. There's no need for him to be on TV. It's not his strength. Not so his he's strength not a Vince McMahon. He's not a head. No, no he, he wants, wants to be so bad. Everybody that does this wants to be put through a table at some point and wants to be the guy on the show. And yeah, you know, he, he wants to do it. But no, I hope enough people have told him, knock it off. Knock it off. You, know, you don't need to be doing it. So I think we're going to end up uh, adding two or three more tomorrow based off our conversation tonight. So they'll have to, everybody's going to have to jump in and take a look at them. Um, I'm actually interested in, in this now. we got some side bets. we got a lot of trash talk. And I want to see 
is I, Vito I want that CM Punk right? Is Damn. Vito always a hundred percent right? No, he that, thinks you he might is, actually but he's see not. that as a prop. Well, this is next week. Yes, in next week should. <laughs> well, I'll say this: I'm never really overconfident about some things, but some things I am. And I think right now that there is such a weird shakeup of things that are kind of happening at the same time that nothing's happening. So that's why something has to occur. That's interesting. That's how the props are what they are. It can't just go. It can't just be a pay per view. It can't just go match by match by match. It's some 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 stuff's got to happen coming out of it. And next week we got Kurt Angle coming on. Yeah. So next week we have Kurt Angle coming on. We're going to talk a lot about uh, War Games. Yep. Um, and we're expecting that to be probably thirty. Yeah, I, I I think we'll go into the history of War Games maybe a little bit. Explain explain to you, um, yeah. Mitch, about War Games and and, and the, kind of how it started. It, it's a Dusty Rhodes creation. Really. You know, he was, my, he was my first favorite wrestler when I was a kid. A lot of people have that same story, yes. 100, never, especially from Florida. It's yeah. never happened on a WWE show, War Games. It's happened at NXT, which is WWE, but it's never happened on an actual WWE pay-per-view. It's an NWA creation that was then adopted okay. by WCW, that was then adopted by Triple H in, in NXT. Yeah. But, the, but the audience, like the fans my age and like – we love war games, but WWE, they don't bleed. And back in the day, it was about blood, blood and guts. And it was the end of a feud, and it was awesome. To tell you, it's a little bit different, but the fans have been wanting this forever, so this is a big deal. And it's the perfect event to Survivor Series. It just sucks that it's as watered down as it is, because 15 years ago, oh, man, we ought to, would have been salivating over this. Wow. All right, a lot to look forward to. There's a lot to look forward to. I'm gonna, I'll be here in the bunker, uh, tuned in on Saturday uh, for – Watching all in, I guess at this point, that's what I'm doing. I'm watching all in because everything else has already been decided. I already know the outcome, thanks to Vito, of everything else. I, I know everything. <laughs> Look at all that money you got up there, brother. Yeah. You that's win. what happens when you win. That's what happens when you win. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, hey, look. Yeah, let's let, let's knock it out, man. Big week's coming up here, Mitch. Big week's. Yeah. Are you, Frank, I know for those of you – I'm sure everybody knows, but – um uh, it seems like you're all right. You got a smile on your face, even though you're a Rams fan. You're making it through the season. And um, what are you looking forward to at this point? Uh, if, if we're talking about the in the NFL, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to just nobody else getting injured on the Rams. That would be that's that's my best case scenario. Let's just get through the rest of the year, be competitive, no more injuries, uh, and just get ready for for 2023, 2024. So. It's unfortunate. I, if you would have given me a million roadmaps to how this season would have went, I would not have guessed it in a million chances. But the NFL is, is a weird sport. And here's the thing. The Rams are still the world champs. So banners hang forever. Well, you, at least you're the defending champs for another three months. So you got that. Okay. I, I, will, I will save your every moment of the next three months. <laughs> there you go, man. All right. Well, let's get ready to have a really good weekend uh, and get ready for Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, we're back. And we're talking with Kurt, and we're talking war games. Thanks, guys. Take care.